Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash Rushmore. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. How do these feel on your nipples, by the way, Jeff? Oh, ecsta- ex- like ecstasy. ecstasy. Yeah. Um... Hello and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. My good buddies who like to debate, deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of any given topic. This week that topic was chosen by Richard and it is the Mount Rushmore of old man shit. Bleep. Maybe not. No, I don't think we're bleeping Okay. Uh, well, why'd you choose we're, it? We're earning that explicit title <laughs> yeah, we that we are. have on iTunes <laughs> this week. Um, I don't know. It's just something Michael and I talk about a lot. It's a kind of a phrase that has... It started with us, I think, in kickball, mm-hmm. as we sort of were aging out of it, and we're watching the young kids, 21, 22-year-olds come in, mm-hmm. and us not being able to deal with that. There were 34 instances of my Gmail search uh, today for old man shit. Old man shit. Hashtag old man shit. Yeah. 34 of them. 17 with Richard. So okay. entirely half of my old man shit conversations. <laughs> the other ones were with our other kickball fr- friends, uh, Tyler and EY. Mm-hmm. A few others. Oh, sure. Why is this important to discuss? Uh, why are you attracted to this topic, Richard? Because um, I think we're all getting older. And that's that's yeah. what happens yeah. in life. I think collectively the three of us are kind of hitting a certain age. Where we're, we're not exactly uh, spring chickens anymore. Right. And I'm, I'm 42 now. 40 was like the year that I noticed all this weird stuff happening. Oh. Where I started to feel like an old man. Okay. So I'm trying to... This is a little bit of a therapy session. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I imagine listeners from around the world can make their own observations as to what it is about their uh, environment that makes them feel old. In Los Angeles, there's a very ageist uh, entertainment industry that surrounds us, and that is one thing that does prioritize youth and beauty. And so I always wonder if being in L.A. doubles the trouble for us <laughs> old guys mm-hmm. or not. I think that the, the old man shit sort of oeuvre is there is a certain like rage yeah and it's a rage against like mortality like a rage against the dying of the light sort of thing like you're changing but too fast and you still feel kind of young Uh but then Uh. it's like uh oh all right well let's jump into it richard chose it michael starts it uh i went with a very generic one and it you know the old man shit kind of trope is like Get off my lawn. But this is a little more L.A.-based, maybe, which is someone being angry that you're just parked in front of their house. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Like, I'm not a property owner, so I don't experience this. But I've seen several friends post on Facebook. I even have an experience with my child's daycare where I've seen people angry just when someone is parked on the public street in front of their house. I've never had this happen. As if, as if they owned yeah. that hundred feet of yeah. property that's on the street. My, I understand that it's convenient yeah. if that space is free for a number of reasons, but you don't own that. And I think that there is a certain... Um, people are trying to plant their flags and they're trying to kind of extend out what is theirs. Yeah. And if they start seeing people encroaching on what is theirs, then oh, they just uh-huh, go off. Uh-huh. I can, uh, as a recent um, 
person who has become a property owner. And I don't think this, the own, owning of it doesn't, I think, uh, isn't the only qualifier for having a territorial mm-hmm. feel over that stuff. But the, two th- the three things that have triggered my old man shit uh, anger at people who park in front are uh, some of those people just dump trash out of their car and put it on, on my yard. Yeah. Uh, literal get off my yard. Literal get off my yard. Um, trash can day is a time when you want to put trash cans not in front of your driveway, but kind of in the curb, but adjacent to the sure. driveway. Yeah, yeah. And when people park on the perimeter of your driveway, that cuts into that space. What's, Th- what's the third? Thirdly is there have been less trees planted and more trees cut down. Mm. And so I've seen people park on the under a tree that's in front of your house because there's no shade somewhere else. Ah. So that's been something I've seen people peeved by. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I go to pick up my son from daycare every day, um, the neighbors around, like it's at, a, it's at someone's house. It's like a, a home yeah. daycare. Yeah. The way that people have arranged their trash cans, they are spaced so far apart that I, can't, yeah. that I can't, like yeah. I have to park halfway down the street to pick him up. Yeah. Same thing with their cars. I can tell that these people have parked their cars in a way that only allows for one car to be parked yeah. in that area instead of possibly two. Yeah. And I think that there is just this certain, like it's a territorial pissing, like I'm going to, I'm just going to throw my flip flops all over this beach. And this, this is my beach. My flip flops are here. My beach towel's here. If you walk, you can't sit in between my flip flops. You can't sit Park your car in between my trash cans. Yeah, my my car's parked here. This yeah. is this is all mine. This is all mine. Yeah, and it's uh it's uh infuriating. I do think there are two glamour. There are two industries in LA that people are obsessed with, and it's entertainment and real estate. And that is one function of that extending your kingdom beyond <laughs> the moat, beyond <laughs> the portcullis, and into well, the street. Well, and cars. I mean, we're such a car culture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we're, uh, as we've talked about before, it's just, you're combining all of the, these specific Los Angeles weirdness. Yeah. We have, um, we have a downstairs neighbor who complained to Emily recently about another neighbor down the street who complained to them about them parking in front, like, in front of, and it's just like, it's just the street. Like, we all have to park where we have to park, different sides of the street you can't park on because of, like... Street, street cleaning, cleaning day. Like, you have to understand. And this is a guy that parks his truck on the street, even though he could park it um, in his driveway. Okay. Which is, drives me crazy. Like, that, the idea that he complained about that, knowing that he could just park his car in his driveway, is like, sorry, you can't go get your bagels a half a second faster mm-hmm. in the morning. He's oh! out early. Oh, horseradish. <laughs> horseradish. <laughs> Did you see out the log cabin window, you guys? Do you see that? Yes. Do you see that? That horse? That horse tethered to the stake right in front of my log cabin. Can you believe the amount of prairie that extends as far as the eye can see? And that fella has parked his horse in front of my... I'm not going to tell you a lie because I'm honesty. This is my log cabin. You know, that's, that's a good way to get someone's horse's... T- uh, 
you know, leg slashed. That's right. <laughs> it's not I even a horse. It's a mule. Have you seen that beat up old mule? It's a beat up it's old. Not even a good looking horse. Slope back mule. Hey, I got a hatchet right here. Hey, what do you guys? Do you think it'd be a funny joke if I go out there and slash that mule's legs with a hatchet? Oh, huh? pretty funny, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll go out there and do that. Okay. Uh, good luck with your little thingy daguerreotype. <laughs> hey guys, That's I'm back. Let's do it. Yeah. I got him right to the end. Hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> oh boy. That stovepipe hat ran out of steam. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys smell like tobacco? Like a tobacco smell? It smells like the end of slavery. It's the end of it slavery. Like in here. It's like an old tent and emancipation. Hmm. And sweat. And sweat. A lot of... A lot okay, of. Richard, what's your first choice? All right, so my first choice is the fact that I now have to go to sleep at, at mid, before midnight every night. Or else I am a wreck the next, next day. Oh, midnight. yeah. Midnight. Oh, we... If we get into bed by, like, before 10 o'clock, that, like... We are ecstatic. Well, you. Uh, to be fair, you've got a youngish kid in the house. That, I guess so. But even so, I, like nine thirty, we're like time to tune in, turn in. Yeah, I. And when do you I wake? Used, when do you wake up? Oh, probably about seven. What oh is, wow! What is this? this is a world that I don't understand anymore. Because like wow. I'm, I'm up before six. Emily's up five thirty. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to be someone who could survive mm-hmm. just fine on like five hours of sleep. Really? Uh, I see. Yeah. So. And so, you know, up until recently... You know, Surviving since, ain't living, though. It ain't living. Until about two years ago, it's like, you know, one in the morning, ah, I should probably turn, tune in, turn in pretty soon. I got maybe one more video game round in me, and then it's time to, you know, call it a night. For whatever reason, the last couple of years, it's just progressively earlier and earlier and earlier. And now it's like, like yeah, it'll be like 10 o'clock, and I'm just, I'm done. Mm. I'm ready for bed. And I'll go to Sarah. I was like, is it bad if I go to sleep and it's 9.45? Oh, God. And, you know, and our, my, my, my new saying is now, I'm, I'm not a hero. <laughs> I'm not a, I, don't, I don't need to be a hero about this yeah. and be the guy who stays up because he wants to stay up. Mm-hmm. He, has to, he has to stay up. When I was, if I'm tired, just go to sleep. Yeah. I think what is sad for me to admit <laughs> is ain't nothing going to happen for me. Even if I was to stay up yeah. late, nothing good can come of it. You know, right. You know what, too? All those yeah. TV shows are g- still going to be there. I think that's like the, oh, yeah. the pinpoint in it. You don't have to stay up to see something anymore. Yeah. Eh, watch it tomorrow at 7.30 mm-hmm. after dinner or whatever. It'll be there. You can just get it anytime. Yeah. The immediacy of having to stay up to watch Colbert, Colbert or, or Late mm-hmm. Night. You're going to see the best clips on Twitter. You're going to see the three and a half minute funny bit that everyone's talking about. You don't need to see the rest of it. Yeah. Nighttime used to be... I think I think I had more creative endeavors, obviously more social endeavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those right. were, those were when you did those things. It, when uh. it, when it started to change too, like near the end of like kickball for us, yeah, is when I would opt to go home to have like wine with Emily after the games instead of going to the bar because mm-hmm. you know the games would wrap up sometimes eight thirty, sometimes nine thirty, yeah, and it would be like, well, I want a drink, but like. I just sit at home and have fun with Emily and I'll be fine. Yell, yell at people across the bar. And get yelled at at get people from at across the bar. People yeah. across the bar. And pay. Yeah, there's, certain, there's a certain, like, you, you're starting to settle into, like, okay, this, the immediacy of life is not, doesn't have to be there for you, and you don't have to be there for it. So just pack it in. Yeah, um, I was trying to think about those scenarios where we would close out the bar or come close to it on kickball nights. And how, how did I serve? How? 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 
I don't know. Yeah. How did we survive yeah. those nights and, and be even remotely functional the next day? Mm. I feel like we used, I, like, I feel like I used up all my, my like five hour sleep like chits. Yeah. In kickball. <laughs> and now this is just all the receipts coming back to me. Mm-hmm. The rest of my life is going to be trying to, between that and having two kids, I feel like the rest of my life is going to be spent trying to catch up on sleep that I'm never going to catch up on. Yeah. Like I'm so permanently tired that I could get 12 hours of sleep for the next year. Yeah. I'd still be tired. What's great about this is if there are any, is it, if anyone's listening, if anyone's listening who's younger than. Richard, Richard hit the sleep trifecta in three podcasts this year. That's pretty... <laughs> I like sleep. sleep, you guys. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Jeff? Um, young people of the world are nodding like, thank God you guys aren't out. Yeah. Because we yeah, didn't yeah. need to yeah, see yeah, you yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another thing. Farting I, in the bar. Yeah, if I try to go to a bar and I'm staying, you know, I, I get so tired with drinking now. Like, drinking just makes me more tired than drunk. Hmm. I... I before, before the alcohol hits me enough that I feel like I'm drunk, I'm just exhausted and want to curl up in a corner and take a nappy nap. And that sucks. Yeah. Do, do you wish there was more to stay up for? Do you think there would be anything that would energize you to stay up? Okay, shows. Uh, if I see any band that I'm remotely interested in seeing, I look at the caption that says, Doors at 9, show at 11. And that's probably... A lie. It's probably they're like not doors. actually starting till midnight. Yeah, till midnight. No, no way. What band are you seeing at midnight? No, that's it. This is on doors a Wednesday. At, doors at eight. Doors at eight. Oh, that's when the opening band will go on at eight thirty. Oh, they no. might not come on till ten. Oh man, I, I show up and it's just like 10. That's, I'm yawning. The timing of going to a concert is interesting because we definitely try to maximize or minimize the time that we're there. We'll try to either. See some of the opening band, but not all. But you want to be early enough so that you're not... Well, I mean, there's no... You know, we talked about this in an earlier... In another podcast last year, even the year before. Like, we're not standing on the floor anymore. We're sitting in the yeah. back someplace. So we don't have to be there early enough to be crushed up at the front. Yeah. But we still want to see maybe the opening band a little bit. Mm-hmm. But maybe we want to get dinner beforehand. We're definitely staying to see the band we want to see. Yeah. Hopefully it's... Not the, it's, you know, the last band, but usually it is. Yeah. And then you just got to get out as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. The l- one of the last shows Jen and I went to was Elvez. So he's already an 80s pop culture thing that's yeah. like the joke is over. And Elvez was taking tickets at the door, which was kind of hilarious. <laughs> and he, he saw us come in. He goes, you're here for the opening act? <laughs> you idiots. He kind of laughed. And uh, it turns out he was part of the opening act, which was a punk band called, like, something, Psychosaurus or something like that. But to have the guy at the door kind of laugh at you for hanging around or coming early made (laughs) us feel stupid. Yeah, idiot. Okay, what's your second, Michael? Uh, My second pick. Uh, I'm going to move my order around a little bit. Um, okay. Body aches, Richard. That is also on my list. Okay. Is generally falling apart. My ankle. My ankle. Yep. My feet. Mm. My shins. Shins, yep. Uh, generally getting out of bed, mm-hmm. standing or doing anything, there's some degree of pain involved somewhere. Right. Just throughout the day. Yeah. Usually a couple of Advil help out. Nah, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah. And there's just that feeling when you're like, oh, 
I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, I went to the ortho, not orthodontist. Who, who are the people that do feet Orthopedic, things? Orthopedist. Orthopedist. Yeah. I went to the orthodontist to put things in my feet, which was very weird. <laughs> uh, he said, get your foot out of your mouth. That's gross. <laughs> I was having like these super crazy weird pains in my like feet that were shooting up my legs. Oh. And I had to get like $400 like inserts. That is that, gonorrhea. Like, like, that's classic gonorrhea. That's right. That are like molded to my feet because I have high arches. And all of that was just like, oh, no. Wow. Old am I? Oh that no! I have to get like special shoe inserts. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, this sucks. Well, I think I told you guys that I had to go to physical therapy because my ankle and shins are so bad because of kickball. Mm. Oh wow, that's embarrassing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I mean, the because of kickball thing is if you add that to any sentence, it it's automatically makes it embarrassing. <laughs> Other people, if you were to tell people you did it for <laughs> soccer, they'd be like, oh yeah, I can understand. But you're like. Uh, you mean the kids' game? No, I usually say yeah. I usually say soccer at this point. There, there is video to corroborate that Richard Manfredi does not use his arms during kickball. If he's to pass the ball, he does it with a kick. <laughs> That's why it's called kickball, guys. It's not called pass ball. So <laughs> throw ball. Your body is changing, Richard, oh, and we just got to get used to it. It's a strange. It's just I wonder <laughs> when he was going to get the "your body is changing" conversation. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things that you you slowly like. Oh, uh, out of the three of us, Jeff is in the best shape, and you oh, have. Oh God! N- yes. I, Whoa! No. No, but you have. But you have been um, part of the uh, cult of of CrossFit. I wasn't going to use the word CrossFit, but I was mm. going to use the word cult. Good okay. cult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were part. You've been doing CrossFit for a long time, and yeah. um, like it shows, and like oh. you seem like you're in generally pretty good shape, and you're in generally uh, good health. Oh yeah. And um, so I'm angry at you. <laughs> and I'm not going to be, like, mad at me because I'm, I'm fine. But I'm angry at you. I'm directing it towards uh, you. Okay. But, like, you have, at some point in your probably your mid-30s, mm-hmm. you kind of directed your energy towards that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't remember you being a big workout guy before. No. You were kind of just, like, this yeah. schlubby, schlubby kind of guy like, like Richard us. I. Yeah. yeah. And I think I Did, might What was had... your, like, point where you're just like, I, I need something like this? Office, uh, sedentary office lifestyle, um, creating bad habits, lethargy and things like that. And then I had been just jogging and that hadn't really gotten much results. Um, so, ah, I, I don't know. So, so someone came by with a watch. Yeah. <laughs> and like just a spinning thing, yeah. black and white spinning disc. Yeah. And you I think it. also I am from a fitness standpoint, I think one old man shit element is that we have a been there done that attitude towards the gym towards some group sports recreation things so i i think fitness one component of fitness that is that one must always find a new motivation Hmm. we are no longer trying to get fit to attract the opposite sex because we found the one we're going to die with Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so that um I think there was definitely like a delusional decade of my life where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm running around a couple nights a week playing kickball. I'm doing my thing. That's, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. And then that's like exercise. I, look, I looked online. Yeah. It said I'm burning like 500 calories playing it's, kickball. It's like yeah. exercise. It, you know, the yeah. chicken wings that you put down afterwards, that kind of cancels it out. But. Eight beers, yeah. But yeah. they were light beers, Michael. <laughs> so I like would say that the illusion that I had once I stopped drinking alcohol and started eating better was that I would feel better. Mm. And I think that is a younger man's result. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I once I removed those things, I realized I started to feel the aches of aging. <laughs> so it wasn't a free pass to Healthville. 
Like I thought it would be Richard, which your No, that was where You did both did your second. Yeah. Okay. Unless oh. he had something else to say about a second. But yeah. No, I don't think so. I'm just falling apart. God help me. I'm so fucked. <laughs> That's it. So we are at halftime, and uh, Richard has uh, chosen the category, and Michael is the one who started the category. His first choice was parking in the front of someone's house and being an old man who objects to that. And his second choice was body aches. And you know what? Uh, Richard's first choice was early to bed and also echoing body aches. Both of those early to bed and parking in front I identify with, but you know what? I try to talk myself off the ledge with the whole parking in front thing. So with Richard, I can really identify with the early to bed thing. So I think Richard has an incremental lead. We'll see if that remains going into the second half. Hey, listeners, we really appreciate you listening to this podcast. It's a genuine, genuine treat for us to know that we have these ideas and we could share them with each other. And then we could share them with... uh, people we don't even know who may be on the other side of the planet. So thank you so much for listening. Could you do us a favor? Could you share this podcast uh, with somebody who you know appreciates our sense of humor or somebody who might not appreciate your sense of humor but wants to discover new topics because we do introduce a new topic every week. And would you join us in the conversation regarding the podcast by going to our Facebook site, our Twitter, our Instagram, and giving us your feedback there, giving us your suggestions for future shows, and letting us know what you thought uh, and just letting know and just be joining the community in fact you could end up being on one of our shows we have call-in guests so it would be great to have you there with us talking about things you know as far as like podcast recommendations go I saw someone on Facebook post today podcast recommendations exclamation point yeah Uh, the first person suggested cereal and it was like I mean come on Food choices. How about McDonald's? Yeah. It's, well, uh, it feels like, how about us? Yeah. Come on. We're the little guys. I can do a little mouse voice. How about us? How about us? Squee. Timothy, Timothy Mouse. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. But we do want to support other podcasts, and there are many out there who are, who are awesome, and here's one of them. We didn't listen to our parents, and now, well, now we get into cars with complete strangers. My name is Mike O'Connor. I drive for a rideshare company and host a weekly podcast called Can I Get a Ride? Having a stranger get into your car can be anxiety-inducing. Lucky for me, I like to talk. Listen in as I share stories of passengers from all walks of life, reflect on shared experiences, and laugh at the outrageous overheard conversations coming from my backseat. Can I Get a Ride can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and more. Be sure to check out my website at canigetaridepodcast.com. Follow on Twitter at M-Y-K-O-C-O-N-N-O-R and on Instagram at canigetaride. I drive, we talk, I get hungry. That's life. And we are back. It's summer. You're out gardening. You're out jogging. You're out doing fun things. You could be listening to music. That's awesome. Or you could be listening to books. That's even awesomer. And you can get those books from Audible and Mount Rushmore podcast. Listeners are being offered something. We're offering you something. It's a free trial and a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out Audible. You could listen to Old Man in the Sea by Ernest Hemingway, read by (laughs) Donald Sutherland. That's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, That's the old man shit compared to his... 
younger son, Kiefer, who's already old, I guess. Um, so you could listen to that on your free 30-day trial with uh, Audible. So that would be cool if you did that. Um, we're back. Richard, what is your third? All right. So it's interesting. We've been talking about music and concerts and things like that. Because my next choice is not knowing a damn thing about modern music. Oh, well, you're a clown. Well, that's true. Mm. That's but funny. also, that's Black, Black Eyed Peas is all you need to know. You're <laughs> so 2008. Train. That's I'm so 2000 new, late. New, new Train album coming out <laughs> anytime soon. It's funny that you mentioned that because that is kind of my, one of my picks as well. Okay. Which is um, not, how do I phrase it? It's tough to phrase it. Well, sounds like a great pick already, Michael. <laughs> Um, the idea that you don't discover any new music over the age of 30 and that there was a recent study this is why this is uh, right we should we should cut my head off for even uh, delaying this as far as I'm delaying it basically it's the same pick it's the same damn pick yeah basically yeah and you know I so we have the Sirius XM now in the car I feel that feels like you've given in in what way just in general well, like if you're, yeah, yeah. Once you once you start relying on serious to, well, they got tell the you. X, they got the XMU, mm-hmm. and every once in a while I try to listen to it, and it's just like I don't know the Traverches. What's this? <laughs> what's this thing? Why do they have a V in their name? Oh yeah, and I think I saw that on Spotify. Yeah, and it's just like, what, what did, where, where did all these bands come from, hmm. and why are they on my radio? Why can't they make rock and roll like it was in my day? Even though if you listen to the '90s channel on Sirius XM, like the 90s, like uh-huh. alternative channel. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really unlistenable. There was a British study that just came out this year, actually a few weeks ago, that said that basically your music tastes are burned in by the age of 24. Like at 24, that is what your idealized music is going to be. You don't tend to discover yeah. any new music past the age of 30, but right around 24 is like that, that, that sweet spot of like whatever is like, that's what you're into. Oh. For me, it 100% fits. It's like, I think, Death Cab for Cuties, 2003 album, uh, uh, Transatlanticism <laughs> is the best fucking album in the world. And right. that's like, that's right in there. I think, but for me, it's even, it's not even the type of music. I can listen to a band and I, I can think about it later and be like, if that song came out when I was 20, uh-huh. I would have loved that band. I would have loved that song. And I would have been like, yeah. I got to go see those guys live. I got to make sure I pick up that CD. You just have trouble finding new music. No, but I think it's more than that. It's, it's, it's that I don't want to know more about these bands. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's like, I hear it now and it's maybe, it's, maybe part of it is just not being as much of a music what's, fanatic as I was. What's your next uh, action? Do you play music that you're familiar with, or do you turn off the music and don't listen to any music? Probably go to something familiar. Okay. Yeah, I think you're biased towards, you have confirmation bias, or you have uh, bias towards the familiar. Or I feel like the new stuff's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. So to your point, I am already biased against it. Yeah. And then it's only later on, it's like, oh, that was actually a good song. And it kind of sound reminds me of this yeah. song or this band that I'm yeah. comfortable with. Hey, I played Greta Van Fleet for Jen, and she, we both liked it because it's it is Led Zeppelin, basically. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And but then it's not like I said. Then it's I don't have the I don't have the desire to seek that out and go. I, I should really check out that whole album. Yeah, just to see what other stuff they've done. Do you think that new music is judged fairly against old music? Because uh, the reality was, 
hey, everyone of my albums has four songs on and I don't like. <laughs> right. But you just don't want to wade through it. Or you're used the older songs, the albums you're used to, you're just kind of used to those four songs. Yeah. They, they've kind of been ground uh-huh. into you so much that it's just sort of like part of the part of the process. Yeah. But it's just, you know. Do you like, want me like, to make you a mix CD, Richard? Is that, that what you're asking? That's not what I'm asking, actually. I can do it. I can do it in like while we're recording. <laughs> that's, and I'll stop paying gonna attention. He's going to think you're hitting on it. Yeah, pretty much that's what I was yeah. hoping. Um, like his band Lake Street Dive. I re- really like them a lot. I will never see them in concert. But I would go see the, you know, if Teenage Fan Club was playing, yeah. I would go see Teenage Fan Club before I see Lake Street yeah. Dive. And I like them both equally. I mean, okay. it's like, like yeah. it's theoretically. Yeah. But I, 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 there's just a blocker that keeps me, maybe I don't want to be the old guy at the concert. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. there, maybe that's part of it. Hmm. You're not excited to be like the I don't want to be Paul Rudd from like a 40-year-old virgin. No, but like, like the... Like, your daughter's, what, 10, 11 now? Yeah, she's 11, or she will be in a couple weeks. Like, you're not excited to, like, take her to a concert and to be, like, cool dad taking her daughter to, like, mm. a cool concert for huh. something that she likes? Like, she's not really into music. Like, oh, she, she's, yeah, she's not really a music kid. She's into opera. Yeah, that's Take not her music. to opera. You can't do that. That's not music, though. <laughs> but the old I, opera. The old opera, the not good. the new stuff, yeah. <laughs> the opera I had back back when I was growing up. <laughs> Puccini, Mozart, Verdi, come on. I think the good the, shit. I think there is an interesting thing when... Um, I think all... I think one of the great truths is that you can't trust anyone over 30. <laughs> um, all people get old and they are of their peer group. And a 30-year-old will never quite understand what a 15-year-old is going through or an 18-year-old or a 20-year-old or whatever. Yeah. And as those people are getting older, they're in their own peer group. And the same goes for music. Like, I will never understand, and I think Richard's kind of hinting at this, like, what exactly is that is that people like about whatever new type of music is coming out? Because it's, yeah. it's just, there's something that, like, the music that I like, uh, a band that I talked to you guys during the break about, um, this band called Always. It's actually also like churches spelled with two V's instead of a W. Get out of here. Mm. Uh, Toronto-based band. They're fucking great. Mm-hmm. They put out uh, an album a couple of years ago, put out a new album last year. They're super, but they kind of have like a kind of indie dream pop kind of oh. post-punk sort of thing going mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So there are elements of what I do like in other music yeah. in like, Bell and Sebastian that I like in their oh, music. Yeah. I like their music because I like other music like that music. Yeah. It's not that I like quote new music. Like I don't mm-hmm. like I, you know. There's a lot of like electronic stuff that I'm like uh, no way. Mm-hmm. But I like weird mm. animal collective stuff that doesn't right. sound like anything else anyway. But I, I think that there is new music out there. But you just have to kind of put it in the frame of reference of like oh is this like. Like, what was that band that you just mentioned? Like, Lake, 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 bleh, Lake Street Dive. What are they like? They're kind of 60s retro sounding. Yeah. I just sort of screwed yeah. myself up on that one, yeah. didn't I? Um, like I said, but that's a new band that just might sound like something you're familiar with, but that's like, that doesn't mean you're not listening to any new music. It just means that you're just... I just don't want... But I, I, I just feel like I'm in, my com- I'm in my comfort zone now, and I don't want to get out of it. I do want to get out of it, but I don't. I'm torn here. Yeah. It's yeah, a very weird it. feeling. I'm making you a CD. <laughs> do you think it was easier back in the day to hang, for me even just remembering 
music is challenging because I don't have a a culture or something to hang it on. A lot of stuff I, li- I listen to at Spotify, I don't see an album cover in front of me. I don't see a music video. Mm-hmm. It becomes That's ethereal. That's really interesting. It doesn't have, a, it doesn't have an, an image. It doesn't have... And I don't... You're not connected to this person through YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I think in college and less or so in high school, but not definitely not in junior high, enculturation surrounding music could be the difference, at least you suspected, between uh, being thought of as cool or not. So that was, there's, I gave that up a long time ago, so music doesn't serve that purpose anymore. Okay, so now what's your fourth? My fourth one. Guys, get ready. Salad talk. <laughs> Whoa. Didn't you know, expect that one. You know you're in trouble. <laughs> this when, is like, a prison podcast. When you're, you're having like long conversation about what makes a good like salad so or who has a good salad dressing or what restaurant makes a good like chopped salad. You no, know the Newman thing, that cheese Fantastico, <laughs> by the way, that's a good, that's a good dressing. Has had that? Uh, I haven't. It's, it's fantastic. Today's podcast it? within a podcast is salad talk. <laughs> um, just the idea that like the most banal thing to you is like suddenly you have this new interest yeah. in something that is so just like, Oh my God, stab my eyes out. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, like you know, uh, <laughs> a nice. Gruyere, so what diapers are you? A nice Gruyere. What diapers? Are, what diapers are you using? That's exactly Michael? it. Like the things that like that you should hate about being adult that you're just having these conversations about. Just like mm, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good kale a good chopped salad. salad with walnuts <laughs> in there, and that's like a a good balsamic, Ooh. and you're just like you're thinking about it a little wow. bit, and you're just like salad talk. I found uh, what made me think about this is as I was doing some research through like Gmail and stuff, right. Uh, found a good salad talk, uh, old man shit conversation with Tyler. Oh, good. Sweet. And he's just like, oh, man. <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst. Oh, uh, kill me now. Salad talk. Okay, Richard, you're final. We don't need to have more salad talk. We're, we're no. salad talk. <laughs> so my last one is going to Vegas and not gambling or drinking or doing anything fun. Because <laughs> I, I used to love going to Vegas. I was the guys from swingers. I thought I was one of those guys. Yeah. And even after that thing ended, I loved going, I would go multiple times a year with my buddy, Steven, and we'd go to the sports book and we hit the blackjack tables and we go all the, this is, you know, back in the nineties, early two thousands. So like all the casinos, like the Sahara was still open and they saw all the crappy, Mm-hmm. Like lounges where all yeah. the lounge, you know, not the where you have to pay, but there would just be the bands are just out there yeah. by the casino floor. And we'd go over there and just like get drunk and watch the bands and, you know, do whatever. And now it's to the point where I go to Vegas, I want to go to a couple of restaurants. Yeah. Maybe see a show with the kids. And that's about it. Yeah. I have no interest in like staying up for eight hours and gambling. Or going to a bar and getting mm. super drunk or doing mm. anything like that. Like, I am now, like, family guy. The, yeah. the family dad at Vegas. Yeah. That's what I am. So is that dad shit or is that old man shit? Um, I think, Michael, help me out here. I think they're pretty closely related, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, th- I think before I was a father, I was over Vegas, too. Like, we'd gone for, like, kickball tournaments and stuff. And I, I'm definitely not like you. I, don't, I never had, like, the Vegas... Bug. Like I never needed yeah. to go. It was never like I think I'd been a couple, couple of times before, mm-hmm. and it was just like, this is fine. I, 
I am not a gambler by nature. Yeah. I'm not someone who is willing to part with more than X amount of dollars and be like, yeah. okay, well, go got to go get go get more money to gamble or like I don't care about the shows. Yeah. The like the idea of going to a buffet is hideous to me. So like I don't have any of that like. What I if they had up. a really good salad, Michael? <laughs> like a really good cycle salad. But like, so I don't have like I didn't have that impulse before. But I know that the times that I'd gone with kickball, like I didn't want to do any of the other. Oh, like you were you were joining in the idiots who were like. I remember you and I went one time and we got the all you can drink pass for the margaritas. For the margaritas, they were terrible, and they're terrible. And after about two of them, we were like, this we're is, done. Yeah, it was, again, don't be a hero. <laughs> it's all you can drink pass. Pass. Uh, <laughs> that, that small typo on it There should have been the comma there uh, Yeah, I don't know I just I think that there are people that Are blow-off steam people And I think Vegas is great for that I'm not a like blow-off steam type yeah. guy I don't have like a crazy job That just like grinds me down I don't have a family that mm-hmm. like grinds me down I'm not saying that you do You have either of those But like I, I never had that built up in me Where like, oh man, I just got to go out and rage yeah. and party. It's like, Vegas just seems like a headache. Yeah. Anymore it is for me. And this last year we went to uh, Vegas over Christmas with my wife's family. And yeah, we went to the casino once for a couple hours and played the video craps table. There's like a quarter each turn instead of like actually having to play for any money. And got a couple of free drinks and went home. And it was like, we're done. I don't need to, yeah. I, you know, we went to show the kids it was great, but, mm-hmm. you know, m- for the most part, the best thing that we did was go to a, a pub trivia night. Mm. It was oh. the most fun we had the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and I could have done that here. I do that every week here. Mm-hmm. So, and it was the same group even. It was yeah. just like, I'm, I, I, I have my five things that I enjoy now. Yeah. I'm stuck in my rut. Much like with the music. To, psycho- to psychoanalyze myself here. <laughs> I'm stuck in my rut, man. You're stuck in and your I'm rut. Okay, and I'm okay with that. That's an old man... Being stuck in being being comfortable in your rut—that's that's the ultimate mm-hmm. old, hashtag old man shit. You know, from a music standpoint, maybe this informs me in terms of my other tastes. But the best I can hope for is a remix of what I like. And there was some DJ that I found on uh, some guy was playing at my gym and found him on Spotify, and his name was Milkman, and he remixes all these songs that you loved. And I remember thinking, I love this. Hey, this is hip, cool music. And the guy was like, no, bro. This is like mashup, remix stuff. You don't like this. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I like this a lot. <laughs> Jeff, were you ever a Vegas guy? Uh, I used to go there a lot, and I used to enjoy the alcohol consumption, but I'm never a gambler guy. Okay. So uh, I did. I remember thinking swingers romanticize that in a very attractive way to me. So I did dig that kind of vibe. But I was never good at parting with money, right. so that I've I'm lost. I'm great at that, by the way. Are you, <laughs> I'm really good. I've at lost it. more money in vending machines in <laughs> Vegas than, than, than in casinos. To be fair, you're going to the caviar yeah. vending machine oh, yeah, that wins. Oh so. yeah, like, where's my twenty? <laughs> oh no, the the I do like the Disneyland aspect of New Las Vegas, where right. there are themed. Uh, architectural experiences and shark tanks full of sharks and there's a museum in the Bellagio and all that kind of stuff. But the party, the party aspect of Vegas, I was never good at. Mm. And even when I was drinking, I wasn't good at other people as, as they are drinking. <laughs> so I'd be the guy who ends up face down in a fountain. Like That sounds like you're pretty good at it, actually, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah, you win. Okay, this has been the Mount Rushmore of old man shit. 
And um, I'm just going to say it. Uh, Manfredi sweeps. Whoa. Manfredi sweeps. Even though some of these choices also belong to Winfield. Uh, but uh, ignorant of mu- new music and um, body aches are uh, things I'd like to choose that are mutual to both Michael and Richard. But then I'd like to choose going to bed early. <laughs> and um, the other one. Vegas. Vegas, yes. Uh, going to bed early in Vegas because I have had to uh, reorient. Going to bed va- early, early in Vegas, Vegas is in the ultimate old Vegas. band shit. 8 p.m., shut that down. <laughs> you got the blackout yeah. curtains, so who cares? Yeah. Sleepy Las Vegas. <laughs> um, well, you know, after... I getting married in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. It I associate uh, not my single dumb but also my married hood <laughs> with that place. So enough about me. This has been the Mount Rushmore Podcast. I as always am Richard. And I'm old. I'm Michael. It's the Mount Rushmore podcast!